You're listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, where we as a community work on becoming wealthy holistically. I'm your host, Donnie, and each week, myself or a guest will be sharing words of wisdom so we can elevate our lives together. So without further ado, let's get wealthy. Welcome back to the Wealthy Woman Show. Happy 2024. Y'all, I'm sorry for going ghost in December. I did not intentionally do that. It just kind of happened that way. Um, so yeah, but we're, we're fine, right? Y'all came back, so clearly we're good. No, but I won't do that anymore. In 2024, I don't want to take any more breaks. Or No, I won't say I don't want to take breaks, but I don't want to like ghost y'all if I take a break. I'm going to do my best to warn you or let you know when we will resume programming because um, that was rude. But it's the new year. I'm super excited for 2024, surprisingly, because normally, normally I hate January. That is normally how I feel. I always, um, I don't know, I think it's just a thing of like after the holidays, everything's so exciting during the holidays, and then afterward, everything just feels like blah to me. Um, and also, too, I think a lot of my years, like a lot of my adult years have been hard, so I don't always look forward to a new year, but this year I do. Like, it's, it's giving so far. So I don't know if that's how y'all are feeling, but that's how I'm feeling. And I made a post. Well, I made a few different posts that a lot of you guys resonated with. And so today on this episode, that's what we're going to be diving deeper into is um, some things related to the new year and some posts that I made that I think will help you kind of get in the right headspace to take on the year. But I want to kind of, I know everyone likes to do like a year in review for 2023. And since I didn't come on here in December, (laughs) clearly we didn't do that. Uh, And I have, I have no, nothing that I want to go over in 2023. I actually accomplished none of my goals and I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that (laughs) because every year is just not going to be like, a great year, like as far as like accomplishing things. And I felt like last year was more about my development and just me being kind to myself and allowing myself and allowing myself the space to breathe and recover because I had just gone through so many things. Um, even last year, I went through several things that were just a lot to deal with. And so I needed that space. I needed that space to like reset, recenter, get back to myself. Even the goals that I had made for last year, I wasn't even sure if those were things I really wanted, if I'm being honest. I just felt like I needed to pick something because it's important to have a vision for your life and a vision for what you want to do. But the thing about having a vision is that you still have to resonate with it. You still have to believe that you're the person that you need to be or that you're you're the person that aligns with those things like you you know what I mean like you have to your identity literally has to resonate with that and I don't feel like mine did at that time so that's why nothing on my vision board happened so (laughs) but I also wasn't intentionally working towards anything either because I was so shook over everything that had been happening to me so but yeah I'm not I'm not sad about the fact that none of it happened. I just don't want another 2023 ever again in my life. That's it. So this year is all about making sure that that doesn't happen again and not from the standpoint of, oh, I'm going to do all this stuff because I didn't do it last year. No, I'm going to do all this stuff so that I don't end up in that same space because me ending up there was 
a combination of things I did prior to that. It wasn't about just what I did last year. It was about what I did before that point. And so that's why this year feels good or feels optimistic to me, I think, is because it's just the energy's better. I'm starting at a better starting point. Um, I was just laughing with Jasmine the other day because I told her <laughs> that when I brought in the new year last year, um, I brought it in horribly. I brought it in. I was literally in the car. Like as the countdown was happening, I was like in the car heading to where I was supposed to be because I was running late. And that was my whole year, just in the wrong place at the wrong time. The whole year, (laughs) like everything I kept trying to do was not working all year. And so I think that 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 whole saying about like how you bring the year in is how your year ends up. I think it's accurate. Okay, so this year I stayed at home. I was watching um, church and I prayed and I thank the Lord for making it another year. And that's what I left it at. And I was like, let me let me get on track. Okay. And I properly prepared for this year. And so I'm really excited. Um, And this is okay. And I will say this, even though I don't want to like go over everything I could have done better last year and everything, because I could have done the whole year better. I do want to say this. One of the biggest lessons that I had from last year or that I had to sit with and realize because I'm an overachiever, like I've always been somebody that just loves to like achieve things. And so as I'm getting older and experiencing more things, I'm realizing that every year is not always about achieving. And that is okay. So if 2023 wasn't a year about achieving things, or you didn't accomplish all the things that you wanted to accomplish, don't beat yourself up about it. It is okay. Some years are literally development years. Like those are the years where you're learning and you're accepting things and you're evaluating what's gone on so far. You're just learning about yourself because you, you're also changing. As you continue going through life, you change and evolve. And so you have to make space for that because if you don't, that's what's going to make it harder. And I think that's what made 2023 so hard for me because I was so ready to be past that stage of life or whatever I was going through at that time. And so because I was so ready to be past it, I wasn't really for a while. I wasn't in this conscious headspace of trying to learn because I felt like, y'all like, Lord, I learned all the lessons. Can we move on? And so (laughs) I was, there was still more for me to learn or for me to grasp from the whole experience and what I was going through. And so Sometimes you just need to sit in that and you need to see like, how is God trying to develop me at this moment? Because maybe I'm missing something or maybe there's more to it. And I know, I know better than anybody. Sometimes you don't care. You just want that to be over the struggle or whatever it is you're going through to be over. But the growing pains sometimes are necessary. Uh, Now, God, I will say this, though, because sometimes I'll be talking to God and I'm like, look, you, you didn't have to go that hard, though. You didn't have to do all that. I could have got the lesson without all the extra. But, you know, sometimes he really likes to drill it in. So <laughs> regardless, though, we're here. Um, but, yeah, so you have to accept, like, the ebbs and flows of life. And once you do that, I think you, you're able to, like, walk through life with more peace, ultimately. And um, and and once you got you get to that point, you start realizing, like, okay, everything is happening for me. Regardless of how tough it feels right now, it's happening for me, for me to grow, for me to evolve, for me to like to prepare me for this next version of myself that I'm about to be. It may not feel good right now, but you have to like trust that everything is working together for your good and everything has a purpose. 
And like the second half of last year, I kept telling all my friends, like it got to the point where like in December, I, everybody kept asking, like everyone, that's what you do with your friends. You ask like how they're doing and stuff. And people start asking me like in November and December how I was doing. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, yeah, it's the same story. I'm not well. I'm not well. I don't want to talk about it. I'm tired of talking about it at this point. And we're just not even going to, because I feel like a broken record at this point, you know? And one of my friends, uh, Kelly, she's a therapist. She, of course, can never accept that answer. And so she, (laughs) so when I told, like the very last time I told her that, and I was irritated, I was just like, girl, there's nothing new. It's still a hot mess. And so she still pushed me, though, to talk through it because she's like, your brain needs to get it out. And so if 2023 was rough for you, I do want to challenge you to still at least have an outlet where you can talk through it and get it out and release it because you can't carry that with you into this year. And it felt like once I released it and I got it out for like the final time, because it was the same story, but it was like I kept experiencing the same thing over and over again. I kept trying to do things, hitting a wall, no matter what it was, personal life, career, whatever. I just felt like I was just kept hitting a wall. And so I'm doing more things or doing new things, but there's still no update because everything was not working. So I felt like I was just saying the same thing over and over. Um, but ultimately, still, it doesn't matter if you're still in the same situation. Sometimes you still just need to get it out and release it. So do whatever you need to do to release that negative energy because I thought I was going to come into this year feeling hopeless and feeling like, what's the point? But once I released it, I think I was able to make space and make room for the idea of things changing and being optimistic. And things actually started shifting last minute. Last at the, I mean, the very last minute. Things actually started shifting in December. And I'm like, finally. Because y'all, I was this close. I was this close to not, to not doing anything. Like, it was getting to the point where I was just like, everything is pointless. And hopelessness is a dangerous place to be. So if you're feeling like that, please, 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 please talk to somebody. Talk to your friends. Talk to your uh, a therapist. Talk to somebody, a family member that you trust, because that's when you start getting into the space. Like It's just a slippery slope. I know for me, there were moments I didn't want to live last year, and that's just me being honest. Um, but it's really important that you don't sit in that alone because once you do, you start believing everything that's playing in your head and it doesn't matter what you're feeling or seeing at this moment. That doesn't mean that it's true. It's valid what you're feeling, but it doesn't mean it's the truth. So you have to allow people in, you have to allow people to speak to you and, and into you and pour into you so that you don't. So that you don't end up giving up because there's purpose in you. And I don't, this wasn't even on my thing to say. So maybe there's somebody that really needs to hear this. Maybe God is leading me to say this, but there's so much purpose inside each of you. And, um, and that's what the enemy wants. The enemy wants you to feel hopeless because once he gets you to that point of being indifferent about life, about God, about your gifts, about the dreams that you had, you're not going to. He, he, that's all he wants. He doesn't, he doesn't, you serving the enemy or you, um, doing bad things all the time. That's not even super important to him. He just wants to make sure that you don't actually 
um, live out your purpose and that you don't carry out the things that God has uh, called you to do on this earth. Uh, because that's when things really unlock. You operating in your purpose and you doing the things that you're called to do unlocks the gifts in other people. Um, I don't know if you've ever noticed that or experienced that, but when you get around somebody that has the same gift as you and they start, you're in their presence while they're operating in their gift, it unlocks something in you. It like, it'll light a fire in you. And so that's why it's so important that each of us actually do the things that we were called to do on this earth because it unlocks things for other people. You could be the catalyst for other people walking into their destiny. And so whenever the enemy gets you in a place of being hopeless, that is the trap. That is the trap, okay? A lot of us think it's like, the, the trap is like, oh, we're going to end up on drugs or do something crazy. Like, no, <laughs> this is the trap. If you can be helpless or be lost, that is, that's the end for you. So I just want to like push you to fight harder. Just keep fighting because I know that I for a while was feeling like I didn't have any fight left. And so I finally feel like I found my fight again. I found... I was just telling somebody, I feel like I've, my essence is back. And I haven't felt that in a long time. Because <laughs> I was going to say I felt like me again, but I'm not the same person. So that wouldn't be true. I just feel my essence back. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And it's been a very long time since I felt like this. But I want all of you to feel like that too. So if you are, have been feeling like that, I just wanted to say that. So, you know, hopefully it encourages you to keep going. But on to what I was actually going to talk about. Um, <laughs> so what, one of the posts that I, there's two different posts that I want to touch on um, that people were asking me to share more about. So one of the posts that I made the other day on my story was about um, being in a season of harvest. And I just felt like God, this is not for every single person, but for whoever it resonates with is for you. Um, a lot of people, I all at like the last week of December, all I saw mostly was people talking about how hard 2023 was. And I was like, dang, like not all of us really having the most ghetto year ever. But this scripture came to me and I knew I needed to share it immediately because I don't know why I just felt like God was just speaking. And so the scripture is Amos um, chapter 9, verses 13 through 15. And the scripture reads, Yes, indeed, it won't be long now, um, God decrees. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of another, you won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once, and everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring over the mountains and the hills. I'll make everything right again for the, uh, my people, Israel. And then he goes on to say, they'll rebuild the ruined cities, they'll plant vineyards and drink good wine, they'll work their garden and eat fresh vegetables, and I'll plant them, I'll plant them on their land, and they'll never be uprooted from the land I've given them again. Um, and then it says, like, your God says so, meaning, like, God said all that. So that sat with me because I, when one of the biggest things that I kept seeing people say that was rough about this past year is that they were losing things and myself included. Um, I will be talking about this in a different uh, episode or maybe on my personal YouTube channel. I don't know yet, but I literally lost everything, everything you could think of lost it. Okay. Lost it. 
Um, and the thing about loss is you, you're in this constant chase of trying to find stability again and trying to replace the things. And so in that scripture, that's specifically what it's talking about is the Israelites, they had lost so much. And so what God was saying is I'm going to replace it, but it's going to be happening so fast that your head is going to swim. Like it's, it's going to be happening so fast that you're not even going to believe what's happening. Um, but also he said, you'll never be in that position again. Like you'll never be uprooted from your home. You'll never be hungry again. You'll never struggle. You'll like, he's going to make sure that whatever the enemy stole from you, those blessings are going to come back to you and they are going to have last, like they're going to last. And that has been my life dream for the last two years. (laughs) That's all I've dreamed about. Um, but there's so many other people that, when I posted that, they messaged me and they were like, that is exactly what I needed to hear. And so I feel like that is the blessing that I'm feeling like God is releasing over everyone in this season, over this next season, is that he's going to be restoring. It's a season of restoration and he's going to restore it to the point where you don't ever have to worry about those things ever again. And hopefully um, those of you (laughs) that are listening to this, hopefully you're not discouraged from last year to the point where you're not taking action anymore. But I would say, um, I personally would not sit still in this season. This is the season to go after everything that you've been wanting because when God is in the space of blessing, um, just like the Bible said, faith without works is dead. So whatever you're working towards, whatever you have faith for, God can bless it. God can, God can add his little extra on top of that. Um, and that's when he really shows out. That's when he really outdoes himself. When it's a season of harvest, it's a season of blessing, but also you putting in your work on your end. And so I would just really say, don't sit still. Like, don't, this is not the time to like wait for a, a miracle to fall from the sky. Like, no, go after what you want. Okay. And also in this verse where it says, uh, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. One thing that I, I heard somebody um, reference recently is like how the importance of remembering how wine is produced, because the Bible talks about that a lot is like blessings flowing like wine and having an abundance of wine and how that, you know, alludes to prosperity. And the thing about wine is it it takes a long time to make wine. The process of making wine is not a fast one. Um and, and also there's a crushing that happens with the grapes. There, it's, it's a lot. And so I feel like a lot of times um, our lives really reflect that. Like we go through a crushing sometimes before we get our harvest. But once you get the wine, okay, once you get the wine, it hits different after you go through that crushing. Because I, I, me personally, I just know that this next season, when I get my blessings, they're going to hit different. They're going to hit different than they've ever hit before. Um, and I've all, and I think back on all of my harvest seasons that I've had. And every single time right before I had gone through a crushing period where I was just fighting for my life to get to the blessing that I was trying to get to. And so I really hope that like, I, I pray that over all of y'all. Just I want everyone to experience a, a season of new wine, new blessings, um, 
just I, I want y'all to really be restored because I think we all deserve it. We deserve something decent. It's time. That's what my mom always says. Like after there's like a period of roughness, she'll be like, it's time. It's time for a blessing. And I believe that it's time for a blessing. Uh, and then the other thing that I wanted to touch on, I made a post yesterday on my Instagram and on TikTok um, about how to make your vision board happen. And when I did the post on Instagram, I didn't really, I wasn't really sure how that was going to go. On TikTok, is doing numbers. I expect that on TikTok because I understand TikTok. Excuse me, but on Instagram, a lot of people, they were DMing me. A lot of people love the post. But a lot of people on Instagram, y'all be like, eh, it's too long. Can you just make a YouTube video? And I was like, okay, fine. Um, but I had planned to talk about it on the podcast anyway. And then some people on TikTok, they were also saying like, they just wanted to like hear about it more in depth and how I personally do it. So I'm going to go over that a little more in detail right now. So the idea, um, that I went over is like how to execute all of the things on your vision board and like actually make them a reality this year. Because every time that I have intentionally manifested, I always get exactly exactly what I asked for like it's actually scary and it's so specific now to where I'm like sometimes when I just say things in passing I forget that I'm really good at manifesting the exact thing like for okay so for example every time I've ever said I want a certain car I end up getting that exact car down to the year so the year that I decided I wanted it will be the year of the car that I end up getting <laughs> so like I told myself I wanted a Tesla. <coughs> Excuse me. I told myself I wanted a Tesla at the end of like 2021 going into 2022. And then sure enough, when I got my Tesla this year, I got a 2022. Um, it is, it's exactly what I want at all the specs, every little thing. But like, and there's nothing wrong with that. I actually have no problem with it being a 2022 instead of a 2023. But um, I just thought that was funny because that always happens to me where it's like the very like that exact thing. But that's because of how intentional I am a lot of times. And so when you're super intentional about the things that you're trying to manifest, those little intricate details will also end up aligning because of how much in alignment you are with whatever you're trying to get. And so that's how God works is like he's very intentional. He's a very intentional God and he pays attention to the little details and I'll, that's also confirmation and how you know it's him working in your life because he pays attention and he remembers everything that you say, everything that you've wanted. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows everything. So whenever he does a blessing for you, nine times out of 10, there's a confirmation in there just to let you know he was paying attention and that's from him. And so I want you guys to be just as intentional about how you achieve your goals and how you work towards things. And so I thought back over like during like the last two weeks of December, I was really meditating on how I was going to move forward in this next year. And one thing about me is I realized I'm not a long-term goals kind of girl. Okay. I've just never been. And I think a part of that is my ADHD because whenever I've done long-term goals, I get overwhelmed. I get real overwhelmed and that's when they don't happen. But every time I have zoned in on something and just knocked it out everything happens the way it's supposed to happen and so that's what um that was one of the things that really helped me change my life back when I was like 
lost and confused about how to get how to work things out because there was this there was a year I think it was like 2019 2018 and 2019 those are the years where I was fed up with myself okay I was just like I know there's more in me than what I'm seeing like my life is not a reflection of who I really am and that's a problem we need to fix that and so once I got intentional about that I was like how do I fix this and the only thing I could think of was to take intentional action I was like Look, I may not know everything, but I'm going to work harder than I've ever worked. I'm going to be diligent and I'm going to be consistent and I'm going to show up and I'm going to do everything I know to do. And then, God, you're going to have to fill in the rest. And he did. He did because I was being intentional. Whenever there was a day where I didn't know what to do, I prayed about it. And by the end of the day, God would send me the answer or send me the resource or whatever it is. But because I was moving, I was I was every day I was moving (laughs) towards my goal. And I would say by I, all of 2020, that's what I did. I, from literally from day one, I was intentional and I was moving every single day. I didn't know exactly what I was doing, but by quarter two, baby, something shifted in quarter two. Quarter one, I was getting my footing because I, like I said, I, I really didn't know what I was doing. I know what I was aiming for. My first goal in quarter quarter uh, quarter one of 2020 was to replace my income. And so that's all I was trying to do. And I did that. I did that quarter one and then quarter like the income that I got from my job because I had just lost my job to be specific. Um, and then quarter two, I was like, I'm going to make five figures a month. And then I did that. And the thing about shifting from that goal to the next is making five figures a month was out of my scope. Like I had never done something like that. And so once I shifted like that, it, something hit different, like something shifted inside of me. Um, but regardless, the point is I still took intentional action and I, ke- I carried that energy all the way through 2021. And so my life completely shifted. Um, and so this is, this is what I said, or this is how I broke things down in the video. I'm just going to give you a quick skim through and then kind of explain some of the parts that y'all were asking me to go into more detail about. So... What I said was the first thing that you need to do is prune your life, okay? So pruning your life just means that you're going to cut out anything that does not align with where you're going, align with who you want to be, or that's preventing you from being, um, you know, making progress in your life. Or that you just feel convicted about. Maybe you just know, like, I just need to stop wasting time every day. I just need to stop complaining every day. I need to work on my mindset. I need to work on whatever it is. You'll know, you know deep down what it is you need to work on. Um, Then the second thing I said, or the next thing that you would need to do is you need to pick, um, or you need to write down all the goals that, or all the things on your vision board, like everything that you have on your vision board, write them down as if it's a goal. And then take that list and split it up into four groups, okay? And the reason I think I'm gonna make a video about this, oh yeah, I'm gonna make a video, like a visual example on TikTok because people said they wanted to visually see it and maybe I'll insert some clips here or something, but you're gonna just split it up. So I make like four um, squares, like on a board or on a piece of paper or whatever, and then I just kind of divide up the goals. And I personally, this is what works for me, I don't like to have goals, like, in each, in each group, like all four groups, there should be no more than three to four goals, okay? But I don't want to have all of the goals focused on one area of my life because for me, that gets overwhelming. So I'm not going to have all my goals that quarter focused only on my career or only on my relationships or whatever. Like that's just doing too much. I need variety because I'm going to get bored. 
So I'll have like one goal focused on health and wellness or fitness or whatever. Then one goal focused on my career and then one goal focused on my finances. You know what I mean? Like I like to split it up. But maybe for you, all of the goals focusing on one topic, maybe that works best for you. Do what, do what works for you, okay? Then <laughs> the next thing you're going to do once you have these four groups is you're going to decide what order you want to do each of them in, okay? So whatever you decide is group one, that's going to be, those are going to be the goals that you work on during quarter one. And then group two will be the goals that you work on in quarter two. Group three will be the goals that you work on in quarter three and so on and so forth because there are four quarters in the year. And then you're going to list out every single thing that needs to, like that you would need to do in order to accomplish the goals that you wrote out, okay? So for instance, for example, if I said I want to make new friends, right? Well, that might feel like a weird goal to have. Like it's not, it feels like it's not measurable, but it is. I can only measure my output though. So I'm going to decide, okay, every single day, I'm going to reach out to three people on social media and then I'm going to, or maybe every week, whatever feels good to you. Uh, Cause it depends on how many friends you're trying to make, but <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to re- reach out to three people online um, once a week. I'm going to try to go to an event once a week. I'm going to, um, I don't know, uh, join a group, like a social group or something like that. I'm going to go to church and join, um, like start volunteering so I can meet people. But like those are tangible things you can do. And at some point over the next 12 weeks, you should find a friend. Like (laughs) if you're doing all that, there's no way you're not going to find a friend. If you don't find a friend, we need to go to therapy because some, some may write, okay? <laughs> because now it sounds like a you problem at that point. Some, some's not right. Because if you, if you find a problem with everybody you meet, if you don't, if no one comes, because this is the thing. It needs to get to the point where if you still don't see results at the end of the 12 weeks, we have to look internally. Everything is not everybody else's fault. Everything is not the universe being against you. Everything can't be everybody else's fault. At that point, we need to evaluate what's going on inside because something ain't right inside. But you should see some type of result. You should be able to make at least one or two friends or see some changes in your social life at that point. But that's just an example. Okay, and then once you figure out all the steps that it would take for you to get to your goal, I want you to then put them all on your calendar, okay? So if there are 20 steps that you need to take in order to find new friends, you're going to uh, take those steps and put them on your calendar like from now until the end of March, okay? And so some of the steps might be things that you have to repeat. Or the last step that I mentioned is you need to prevent self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is probably the most important part of this because a lot of us don't believe in ourselves. A lot of us have these, we're playing this um a loop in our head about how we're not good enough to do the things that we want to do about why we're not capable or we're scared or we just have a lot of excuses. And so the moment you start doing all of this, those things are going to come up. They're going to, they're actually, they're probably whispering right now, but they're going to start yelling. Like the loop will start yelling at you the more you start working towards your goals. And so it's really important that you have something set up in place to where you can, either calm your nerves, you can figure out why you have that inner voice and you can work through that inner voice. 
um, or you just something to where you're pushing yourself to push past that because that's going to come up and it's going to want, it's going to try to get you to start self-sabotaging. And so self-sabotage can look like you not doing the things you said you were going to do, you making excuses, you, um, getting caught up doing other stuff and, and saying, oh, I was busy. I didn't have time. You had time. You could prioritize it, but you prioritize something else. Uh, but that's, that's all just self-sabotage. You are just finding reasons why you can't instead of reasons why you can. And then this is, and this is the thing. Don't be that person. Cause I used to do this. <laughs> uh, I used to always look at people that were like doing really good. And I'd be like, they ain't even doing that that good. How are they that popular? How are they this? Or how are they that? It doesn't matter. It does, the, they showed up. I didn't. So that's why they're that popular. That's why they're doing all those things. They don't even have to be good. It's just that they, they rose to the top because out of everyone that's doing, trying to do the same exact thing, they were the most consistent and they were the most, um, the most ambitious and, and the ones that allowed themselves to keep pushing towards their goal, towards their vision. But yeah, everybody self-sabotage every, or self-sabotages. Everyone has this thing inside of, like we all have an upper limit. That's what it is. So even if you can push yourself past the limit that you have now, eventually there will be a time where it comes back up. And so for me, <laughs> normally it's wherever your goal is like whatever you feel like you're capable of accomplishing normally you don't feel like you're capable of doing more than that and once you do more than that that's when you start your subconscious mind starts feeling unsafe and it starts feeling like you're in danger okay because this is the thing we all have our routines we all have a space where we feel comfortable whatever you're doing right now is probably where you feel most comfortable and so if you start breaking those habits and you start doing new things that's when your voice, that voice is going to come out and you're going to feel like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be doing this or maybe I look stupid or maybe um, I can't do this or whatever. That's when that starts rising to the surface. Now, if you're like me, like back in 2020, I know what pushed me to that point was me being in survival mode and me being sick of myself. So I was like, mm, I'm sick of this and I know I'm capable of more. And so the thing was though, I still had a limit as to what I felt like I was capable of. So once I hit that goal that I wanted to hit, I, I ended up hitting my ceiling. That was my ceiling. I had never seen more for myself. That's, and that's the problem. So it's like back to the, the, the thing about me not having long-term goals. You have to have both. You have to have short-term goals and long-term goals. And so you need an overall vision for your life. Absolutely. But when it comes to the day to day, focus in on the short term, like what can we accomplish right now? And that's how you'll start seeing progress and seeing things move. So at that time when I was trying to change my life, I didn't have some long term vision for myself. I had figured out a way to get out of my situation. And that's really all it was. It wasn't like I had sat here and said, I want to be the next Tony Robbins. I want to uh I don't know. I, I didn't say I wanted to be Alex Hermosi. I didn't say that I wanted to like be the best coach in the land. I said, I want to make impact. <laughs> I want to help women change their lives. And I want to make a million dollars. And that's what I did. So then when I did that, I said, oh, I don't know what I want. Like after this, like, I don't know what's next. I don't, I don't know. I didn't see past this point because this was already a big deal for me. 
And so that's the thing. I, I should have had longer term vision. And so now I understand that. And that's why people always say, you need to know your why. Um, that's why. <laughs> because there will be a point where hitting all the goals, one, whether if you don't hit them, you still need to feel motivated to do it. But more so when you hit them, when you hit those goals, you need to feel motivated to keep going. And so that's why you need to have a why. That's why you need to figure out what your life legacy is going to be like what are we doing this for what is this feeding into and that's why I think wealthy woman means so much to me because for this is deeper than that like with or with wealthy woman is deeper than that for me it's never been about like hitting a certain dollar amount there was a time where I thought like oh this could be a billion dollar company and it can be there's so much I could do with this to where it could become something huge I could go so many directions with it. Um, but at this moment, that's really not, that's not fulfilling to me. And I know that. I know that right now, the biggest thing with Wealthy Woman is making impact. And there are certain events and different things that I want to do, but it's not centered around me. Now that this is not centered around me and me trying to validate myself and show myself I can do something, I, I think that I have the, the stamina to keep going regardless of what happens, regardless of the ups and downs. Regard and that was the thing before I was doing it from a place of trying to validate myself and trying to show myself I could do something. And I think everyone needs those seasons. Like everyone needs to have those seasons of proving to themselves they're capable so that you can actually trust yourself because a lot of y'all don't trust yourselves. And so you can't really accomplish much if you don't trust yourself. Okay, so let me go back. I want to go back and kind of go over the part about how to lay these goals out and how to execute them because this is the part where people were like, I need more detail on that. So what I what that looks like for me because I think you guys were wanting to, to hear this in more detail because you were like, one, the things that I accomplished in that time frame were big. And the things that you have on your vision board are also big. And I understand that. I totally understand that. Um, and so this is how it works. Okay, so I did. I actually did accomplish those things within a 12-week span, like all the things that I was mentioning. So the first goal was to hit five figures a month. Did that in a in a 12-week span. The second goal was to get to six figures a month. We did that in a 12-week span. They weren't back to back because I had other goals, you know, to work on. But yeah, those were some big goals that I had for myself. When we set out to do those goals, it was exactly what I'm telling you now. We went through all the steps. And so, or I say we because at a certain point I ended up having a team. But the first part I did by myself. I did all of it completely by myself. It was when we went from five figures to six figures a month. I was like we needed a team. We needed people to help with that. So when I when I said to myself, I wanted to make five figures a month, that was in the second quarter of 2020, okay? So with that, I had already, in quarter one, when I was trying to replace my income, I had already tried out so many things to replace my income. <laughs> and they weren't so many things as in like, I'm going from door dashing to trying to uh, pick up a side hustle and all this stuff. No, I was focused on the same thing, but I, I tried different ways of monetizing, if that makes sense. So I was all of it was me focusing in on coaching. I knew I wanted to make money from coaching specifically, and I was trying to figure out what's the best way to monetize that and reach my goal. And so based on my audience and the way that they like to take in information from me and all of that, 
I was learning, okay, they want to learn more in-depth strategies. People love that for me. When I really explain something in detail and it's more, it's a more complex idea, uh, but it's also something that people can follow step by step and get a result. That's what they like for me. So I at first was trying to sell vendors list and people didn't want that for me. <laughs> they were like, that's cute. But no, Donnie, we want to learn about how you made that funnel. We want to learn about how to sell out all of our products. We want like, you know, like they wanted more details. And so when I started teaching like that, that's when things change. Now, the other thing that came into play was as I was testing all of this, Every single day, if not daily, then weekly, I was evaluating my results. I was evaluating how much progress I was making, but also how I felt and how if I was going to be able to keep up this cadence. Because, for instance, I tried out doing a membership. I learned real quick, memberships are not for me. That takes too much maintenance, and I, I just can't do it. It's, it's very repetitive, and it's a lot of maintenance. And I said, whoa, that's boring, and I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but... but Along with that, I tried, like I said, I tried the vendors list. I tried eBooks. I tried so many things. None of that was working. It wasn't until I sold a course and I said it, it was like a mini course. And then I think I had done like a master class or whatever and people ate it up. Okay. The girls ate it up. They were like, yes, this is great. But then as I was, I was also surveying the people that were purchasing for me. I wasn't just like, getting uh going off of what I wanted I was asking them questions and so they started telling me you drew like you got my attention when you talked about that specific thing or when I when they purchased the course they only wanted that specific module or that specific thing and so I started seeing a pattern of people wanting to learn e-commerce funnels from me and I said oh okay so now I've been smart enough to survey people they found me through YouTube. That was something else they told me. I was trying to figure out where they found me, what they wanted to buy, why they chose to buy from me, all of those things. And so what I did was I took all that information in along with what I'm capable of doing long term, and I developed something that worked for me. So that way in quarter two, when I wanted to scale up, I took all of that information and really dialed in on that. And so based on that information, I knew I needed to make a course, right? The course needed to be about, about e-commerce funnels because that's what people wanted to learn from me. They hadn't really heard that concept before. They wanted to um, get on live streams with me. They, like, there were just all these different things that I was taking in. And then I also knew I need to charge more because I'm wearing myself out having to, because that's the thing. When you're trying to make money specifically, you have a sales goal, every single day in order to hit your revenue goal for the month. Like that's how you're going to pay your bills is if you hit a certain amount in revenue. So it sounds cute to be in control of your income until it's like all, all the pressures on you. So I said, okay, me selling 10 of these things at $27 is not fun. But if I sell uh, one course a day at 300, that's easier. I could do that. <laughs> so that's what I did. I decided that, and that was a lot for me at the time. Oh, I was so scared to charge $300. But <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to sell this course for $300. Now, knowing what I know now, what I was teaching in that course, sweetie, y'all, y'all really got over on me because I was teaching a lot of high level things in that course for $300. But 
the course was $300. Um, and then I, I was like, okay, if I want to make five figures a month, that means I need to sell at least one to two of these a day. Some days I'll, it'll be two a day. Some days it'll be one a day, but either way I'm going to get my goal or really close to it. And then I was like, I'm going to do a hard launch. I'm going to, um, but I had all these things mapped out in my head. So I was like, okay, this is my promotion plan. And I was like, I'm going to promote every day for two weeks, two to three weeks before the launch. And so I made sure that um, that first month I knew like that first month of the second quarter, I knew that I was not about to make five figures that month because that month was devoted to me setting up the momentum for me to get to that point. But as I knew as long as I could start hitting that five figures a month by the second or third month that quarter, I would be happy. And then all I needed to do was make sure I set things up to where I could keep the momentum. So I said, okay, I'm going to launch this course. So that first month was devoted to promoting the course, doing a hard launch, like really making sure everyone was aware that I had this product and that I was going to be known for this product now. So all that month, that was just promotion, promotion, promotion. That second month, I did the hard launch. During that month, um, that was when I had my first five-figure month because from that launch, I had made the five figures that week um, of the launch. Then after that, I was it was go time again. Even though I was tired, I, I had to do it again because I was like, now I'm in a race to automate this process so that I can hit the five figures again next month without doing a hard launch. So after I did the launch, got all the students in there, did all of that, then I was trying to automate that process and figure out how can I do this on autopilot without having to, you know, do everything I just done the, the month prior, make it easier. That's always the goal. If there is something that you want to like a goal you want to accomplish, but it needs to be happening consistently, like like a revenue goal, like you're saying, I want to make ten thousand dollars a month, twenty thousand dollars a month, whatever. You don't just want to do it one time. No one wants to just do that one time. You want that to be your new normal. But in order for that to happen, you need to put the proper processes in place so that it can be easier as you go each month. So that's what I did. So by that uh, by that third quarter, everything was automated and I was making five figures a month easier. But the thing that I missed <laughs> was the promotion part because you can automate something all day and still have to promote constantly to get people to the thing like to the like I even if I say okay I have a free master class you watch the free master class and then you purchase the product there's still I still have to get people to the master class so that was what I had to figure out at that point I said oh I don't want to promote every single day on social media and that that was the beginning of my lazy era of me like not posting every day on social media but I was determined I said I I'm worn out I'm not going to do this every single day. So that was when I was like, okay, what did people say? They told me that they found me through YouTube and that's what made them want to purchase with me. So I was like, if I can get one, if I can post at least one good video a week on YouTube and I can get it to have momentum or traction and get at least 20K views, or and, and sometimes it's not even about each video doing 20K. Maybe it's like one video a month does 100,000 or 200,000 views that will carry me through the month and get me the sales that I'm wanting. And sure enough, it worked. So I come up with a strategy then on how to put out the minimal effort with promotion organically and get the same amount of sales because I had automated everything. And so once I did that, the fourth quarter was me um, transitioning 
and deciding, okay, what's the next step? How do we get to six figures a month? And so at that point, I had um, connected with my business partner that I used to have, and we decided that we were going to put out what you guys know as the course Beauty Boss. And so I switched courses completely, and I knew this is the thing that people don't realize. I had already made Beauty Boss. Beauty Boss was a course that I had been sitting on, and I didn't put it out because people said to me that they wanted the um, e-commerce course, like the funnel course. And I knew that that course could do well. I knew it could be big because of the content I was making on YouTube. That's how my business partner found me in the first place. So for anybody that is scared to put yourself out there, my YouTube channel, I only have like 20,000 subscribers on there, but my business partner still found me through YouTube because I was making content about how to start a beauty brand or how to have an e-commerce brand. And he found me and he wanted to work with me. You don't have to have the biggest channel or the biggest page to get recognized or to get your whatever opportunity it is you're, you're looking for. You just need to show up. So when we started working together, we decided to go back to that course, that other course I had. And we ran ads, but we ran it on the same platform because I do well on YouTube. That's just my thing. So started running ads on there. And um, we were able to scale that really fast because y'all really loved it. Like people were buying it quicker than we had anticipated. Like that w that's the thing. I think we should have controlled it a bit more <laughs> because scaling that quick is actually quite a lot. Um, now in hindsight, like I realized that that was a little insane. But regardless, we hit the goal. <laughs> we hit the goal really quick. And um, we, at that point though, everything was overly intentional. Like those, that first, those first two quarters of 2021, though, like I, I thought I was intentional before, but baby, them, them two weeks, or those two quarters wore me out, like wore me down to the ground, okay? Every single day. God sent. I had a million things to do on my to-do list and my brain, it was like at the end of the day, my brain couldn't even turn off. And so I don't recommend that to anyone, but just know that depending on how big your goal is, you might be worn out. Okay. So just pace yourself as much as possible. Cause for me, that's what that looked like. It looked like first thing in the morning, I'm getting up doing coaching calls at like 7am. Then after that, I um, have a meeting and then I have like a, like meetings with other people, meetings with my team. I'm training new team members. I'm trying to film webinars. I'm trying to like, literally there was always something to do. I'm filming ads. I'm trying to take care of my personal life, go grocery shopping, go like everything. There was just always something like there were a million things to do every single day. And so when you are expecting something monumental to happen in your life, you do have to put monumental effort in like you're going to be tired so just expect that um there, it's very rare that something will just fall in your lap and you don't have to do any work I still people that's a, the misconception that I think people have is that like oh Donnie you just had this handed to you sweetie I worked hard I worked real hard okay I I worked for all of that that wasn't just uh oh it fell in my lap and then I just woke up one day and we had all these things no, there was a lot of effort that went into that. I had to understand how to even 
run like put processes in place for that many customers y'all understand what that's like to have that many customers at one time have have to put these processes in place training people at the same time understanding how to train people i had never worked in corporate so i didn't know what what that looked like how to have those policies and processes and all these different things um i had to understand like business taxes and understand when it comes to having employees like how to do the payroll how to do all the there was a lot that I had to figure out very fast and I definitely didn't do everything perfect um but you know that's what comes with having big goals so anyway my point in saying all that is when you're laying out these 12 weeks you don't have to know every step okay you just have to know enough to have a guideline for yourself and that's we didn't know that's the thing when we started trying to scale the business like that we didn't know for sure if we were going to hit the goal but what we said was we're going to try we're going to do everything we know to do and see what happens and we did everything we knew to do and we had a better outcome than we even expected those first few months we didn't expect to do anything over 50k a month and then by i think it was april because we started selling the course, that um, Beauty Boss, in at the very end of January of that year. And then, so really, February and March were the first two months of us selling that course, okay? So we launched it in the quarter one, and we started testing to see if our processes worked. And they worked a little too good. Because by April of 2021... We, which is the, sec- the beginning of the second quarter, we were already doing $250,000 a month in revenue. And that was overwhelming. That was a lot. Um, just from the standpoint of like just handling everything and making sure, because we were, this is the thing. We were still very much trying to get everyone in order. Like, you know, like get get everyone comfortable on the team and get everything situated as well as trying to make sure that all the customers are happy, everyone has a good experience, there's no tech issues, there's no, you know what I mean? So like reaching goals quickly sounds fun until it's not. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. But that I don't wanna discourage you. I'm just saying you have to prepare for whatever it is you're asking for. You know, like really understand, is that the life you're wanting or do you wanna pace yourself to get there? Because if I had paced myself a little better, and my, like I said, we, we didn't intentionally do that. It wasn't intentional. That's just how it happened. But if we had paced ourselves and really hit our goals the way we had initially anticipated, I think that our execution would have been a lot better and we could have prevented a lot of the hurdles that we had encountered, okay? So as you're planning out your 12 weeks and all of those things, if you say, I want to make Um, cause I know I've been seeing a lot of people saying that they want to make a million dollars this year. So that's like $83,000 a month. If you're saying that, okay, great. But if right now you're only making 7,000 a month, um, I wouldn't recommend you can, I, that's, that's a fair jump. I think by the end of three quarters, but everyone's not capable of handling what comes with that, like jumping to that within a month or two, (laughs) it's a lot that comes with that depending on how you go about making that money. So all I'm saying is pace yourself. You can still make a million. Cause that's the thing. Every single month don't have to be 83,000. Some months could be 200,000. Some months could be 50,000. Every month may not be exactly $83,000 a month. You can make up for it in some months. But what I'm saying is 
don't be so worried about the goal to where you are stressing yourself out or like to where you're overdoing it and like compromising the integrity of what you're doing. Okay. So still pace yourself. Same thing with your health. This, this goes for anything. Like if you have health goals and stuff, don't be sitting here starving yourself or like working out five hours a day and doing like just doing crazy stuff just to reach your goal. Do things with integrity, do things with, from a space of loving yourself. Because when you love yourself, when you are prioritizing your needs first and foremost, and everyone else that's helping with this goal, you move different. You don't, everything don't have to be about hitting a goal. Sometimes you have to keep the integrity of things first and foremost, okay? What I would do if I were you, if I was jumping now, just in hindsight, if I was saying, okay, I wanna make a million dollars this year. This first quarter, I might say to myself, okay, I want to get to $50,000 a month. That would be the first goal. Because I know now that I could make up for it. Whatever I'm lacking in these first two quarters, I can make up for that in quarter three and four because people shop for the holidays like crazy. So I can totally make up for it. There's There might be a month or two where I'm making 200000 300000 And I've worked up to that and I've put the processes in place for that. I've done whatever I need to do to handle that by then. But right now, I don't have to make $83,000 this month if I've never done that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to put that kind of crazy pressure on myself. It's very much possible. But don't put yourself in a sticky situation. Once you've laid out all the goals and they're all on your calendar, this is the thing that I want you to make room for is adjustments. (laughs) Even this week, we're only on the third day of January, and I have already made about 10 adjustments to this calendar because things happen, things come up. So day one, I planned to do a shoot with Jasmine. We did the shoot, and then I, my car, my car needed to be charged. (laughs) And the closest charger was one of them real slow chargers. And so we ended up stuck there for a couple hours, and that threw my whole day off. Am I going to sit here and cry about it and be like, oh, God, my whole January's messed up. My whole quarter is thrown. No, it's OK. We just going to move some stuff around okay? because I planned for that. I knew that things happen. That's life. Things happen. So don't beat yourself up and feel like you're not going to hit your goal if one of your days you mess up. No, don't block your whole calendar off to where there's like no dead space. That's just insane. Don't do that. You need to only be putting like two to three big activities that you need to work on per day and then the rest are maintenance activities so a maintenance activity for me is going to the gym or like walking my dog or something like that's a maintenance activity um but as far as like moving forward activities that are pertaining to these goals that is something like i'm only logging like two or three of those a day okay So make sure that you're just not overwhelming yourself and you have that room to kind of move things around because then if something doesn't happen on Monday, you can move it to Thursday or Tuesday or whatever, you know, and just kind of flow with the days as long as you're making progress. That's the biggest thing is like making progress during when we were scaling the business to uh, six figures a month. I didn't do so many things on my calendar every week I would meet with my assistant she'd be like wow so you didn't do this 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 and this and I'd be like wow I don't know what to tell you because I did this 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 and this (laughs) I was still doing things okay it didn't it didn't take away from us hitting our goal the goal is to get momentum that's the biggest thing 
Um, one of my good friends, he always used to tell me that. He would tell me, because he, he used to always make comments about me doing stuff slow. And that used to irritate my soul. I was like, I'm not slow, okay? I, I do things quick, okay? I get down, I don't play. No, but for real, I don't. <laughs> I hate it when he would say that. And he was like, Donnie, because I would be such a perfectionist. And he was like, look, it's not about being a perfectionist. It's about getting momentum. That is how people become millionaires and billionaires. They get momentum. Once you get momentum, you can ride that and that can carry you through the imperfections. Okay. There's a season for perfecting things. So like, for instance, where I'm at now in my life, I feel like I can perfect things while I'm going because I've built up the skill set. Okay, and this is this is actually a real gem, what I'm saying right now. If you can really understand what I'm saying, I want you to listen closely, okay? When you are in the beginning and you are just getting in your flow, that is not the season to be a perfectionist, okay? This is where you're building your muscle, you're building your skill set, and you're perfect like you're you're not perfecting things, but you're getting into the habit of showing up and and learning from how you show up. So even for example, teaching when I used to get up and teach, I was not, I wasn't the best teacher in the world, but the more I did it and the more I showed up, I learned about what works for me, what gets the reaction, how to articulate things a certain way in order to get people to engage and get people to love what I was saying or whatever. But every single time, I'm not going to like stick to the exact script. I'm not going to say everything perfect. I'm not going to beat myself up for not saying it perfect. I'm just going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep teaching. I'm going to keep showing up. And that was the season to do that. And you know what? Because I was showing up authentically and getting things done, I built a very loyal um like following base from that. Like I did. I I was getting results. I was getting the sales, getting the uh followers, getting the attention, the support, whatever it was I was looking for, I was getting that because I was showing up. I wasn't beating myself up for not doing it perfect. Now, now that I've been doing that for years, I when I get up to do something, if I record a video, if I do whatever, it flows effortlessly. Like y'all can go look at it right now. Go look at one of my old YouTube videos. I don't even want to tell y'all to do that because it's so cringy. But go look at one of my old YouTube videos (laughs) or even an old TikTok. Go look at an old TikTok like from a year or two ago and then look at one that I just posted. You'll see the difference. You will see the difference. But now when I get up to do something or when I record a video, when I get up to speak, whatever, I can show up better and effortlessly like I can I and I can even perfect what I'm doing as I'm doing it because I have the muscle and the skill set to do it. It's just like a basketball player. Like let's use LeBron for example. Yeah, let's use LeBron or or Michael Jordan. When he was first starting, he when he was a child, he they said he that boy would practice 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 practice, okay? And when he got older, he still practiced practice practice, but him his skill level was was at a different level as he got older and as he kept playing the game and as he kept doing things. So when he would pre- prepare for a new season, it wasn't like when he was younger preparing for a game or preparing for a season. He has a different level of skill at that point. He's operating on on a different level because he's a vet like he's been doing this for a minute so now he's in the stage of perfecting things when he's practicing he's trying to be the best he's not just trying to be in the game before he was just trying to be in the game he was just trying to get the attention 
Now he's at a place when he get when well he don't play no more. But when he was playing when he was older, he was at a place where he was perfecting things. He was trying to be known as the best. He was trying to, you know, make sure that people knew like Michael Jordan, without a doubt, is the best to ever do it. Okay, and so that's what I'm saying. When you first start and you're first getting your groove, this is not the time to sit here and be perfecting things. You're getting your groove. You're trying to get the attention. You're trying to be known. Then once you're known and once you have established yourself a little bit, now is the time to be the best in the game. Now is the time to show out. Now is the time to stun on people and remind them of who you are. Okay. So for me, that's where I feel like I am. At this point, if I put out the same kind of content or the same kind of stuff I was putting out years ago, that would just be atrocious. That would just be awful. Okay. Like when it comes to like TikTok, YouTube, whatever. With this podcast though, I don't care. Y'all can laugh at me. Y'all can. I'm still perfecting. I'm still or not perfecting. I'm still trying to like get this to be something. Okay, we're still getting our footing with this. And I'm okay with looking like a beginner. I'm okay with not with not doing everything perfect and trying to figure it out. I'm okay with y'all seeing that because I've never done this before. I don't know how to do this. And this is something that take. this is a new skill set for me. Even though I'm talking and I've always been a talker online, it's still different. This is a different format. This is a different everything. And so I'm okay with y'all seeing me figure that out. But over the next year or two, I should be getting somewhere. Like I should be at a place of starting to perfect things, okay? So over this year, I want you to be okay with being a beginner, looking like you don't know what you're doing, Um, just show up, just show up and everything don't have to be perfect. Just show up. And then later we can work on perfecting things. Okay. But that's the biggest thing is like, don't get, let that discourage you because I, when, when I was coaching, that was always the thing that would catch people up immediately. They would feel discouraged. They want to quit or whatever. If the very first thing they did didn't work right, or the very first thing they didn't do it well, or they wouldn't want to post something or whatever. And I'm just like, girl, be for real be for real. Okay. Everything, uh, all your favorite people have done has not always been a hit. A lot of them have had some flops. Okay. (laughs) We've all had our flop era, but you have to go through your flop era to get to your winning era or your Beyonce era or your Michael Jordan era or your Kobe era. Like you, you got to go through some flops. Okay. But just embrace that. Um, but I hope that makes more sense as far as like how I kind of lay that out, but just don't overwhelm yourself, but be diligent, take action every single day. Do not make excuses and show up for yourself. Okay. I'm excited to see what the year brings for y'all, but you guys, I'm coming out with a wealthy woman journal. It's a hybrid between a financial planner and a journal because there's a lot of reflective work that you have to do in here and things that you have to, um, like, like there's a lot of prompts to help you work on things internally so that you can develop into a wealthy woman, but also financially develop into a wealthy woman. So there's a lot of things to help you with your finances. I've put everything in here from how to work on shifting your identity to working on your boundaries, um, to evaluating where your life is currently. I've put uh, scriptures for your for your finances. I've put prayers for your finances. I've helped. I put in here how to work on your credit, how to work on um, anything like literally anything you could think of. I've probably put it in here, and I want to help you just get to a better place 
and develop the habits that you need to become a wealthy woman over this next year. And I know y'all have been waiting on me to put something out. And so I finally did that. And so I really hope y'all love this. If you get on the wait list, the pre-orders start on January 20th. And so everyone that pre-orders this book will get a free copy of a new masterclass that I'm dropping this month. The masterclass is called How to Become a Wealthy Woman or The Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Woman. And it pairs with the book. And so I'm going to walk you through a lot of these strategies in more depth, but the main thing that we're going through in that masterclass is how to shift your identity as well as how to increase your income so that you can carry out everything that I put in here because you can't invest, you can't have a good savings account, you can't even have a good quality of life if you don't have enough money. Um, but also if you don't see yourself as a wealthy woman, like we gotta work on that stink, okay? So like I said, you get a free copy of it if you're on the wait list. So when you per make your purchase, if you came from the wait list, you get a free copy of the masterclass when we drop the book, okay? I will see, oh, that's the other thing, because I told y'all I was gonna be better about warning y'all when I go missing. This month is a transition month for me, okay? I'm gonna just warn y'all right now. I have a lot going on. February, we gonna, be, we gonna be locked in, okay? Ain't no switching up after February. But right now, this month, I'm just gonna warn you, you're probably only gonna get like one more episode out of me, okay? And I'm so sorry, but I'm just not even gonna stress myself out because I have so many things going on and I'm transitioning. So I wanna get settled and get back to being consistent with the episodes, but I did wanna start off the year right and have y'all you know, kinda get into the groove of um, your year and kinda give y'all some words of wisdom, all right? So I will hopefully see y'all next week or week after, and I'll see y'all in February for sure, bye! <laughs>